You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. My name's Jonathan Lee. I'm from Victory Baptist Church, Peterborough. I'm here with Pastor Al Stone, and today I'm presenting to him this mug I made him. This custom Tim Talks mug. It's awesome. Jonathan Lee, thank you so very much. What a great young man. Gave me that what a great beautiful voice. cup. I'm jealous. Yeah, I know. Wow, he could be our announcer in the days to come. So if he yes. can come up with a great jingle, he's in. Man, Harness, <laughs> you're out of here. Man. <laughs> we got to get Brother Harness on that. He's done such a good job for us. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes, he has. We appreciate it. Yeah, and to think he comes into the studio every single time and does that introduction. Every single, and he is Mr. Consistent because he sounds oh. the same yeah. every single time. Even when he's got a cold, he's able to fake it out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. Amazing. Thank you. He's a great guy. Um, so thank you again for you know getting close to 600. Wow. It's amazing. So very good. So Jonathan Lee, fine young man. Peterborough, Ontario. Uh, that's up north in Ontario. That's that's up there. You're getting into some serious snow belt area. Um, you're, you're living pretty close to the woods there. So good guy. He sent me a picture the other day of he and I about five years ago. And... Um, and then sent me the one with the cup that he did. So pretty cool. So the Tim Tim Talks cup, we talked about He did that because we talked about it a few weeks ago. Yeah, you got to explain cups, right? this. Yeah. So we talked about getting cups, and you said, no, you can laser it in. And so he heard that, and he went online, and he made one with the Tim Talks logo. And then on, there, on the other side is uh, Captain Canada. So Yes, the picture uh, of you yep. doing your Captain Canada pose. Oh, so yeah. That was really cool. That yeah. was cool. Super nice, super nice. So, Jonathan, thank you for that. I appreciate that very much. And for all of you that are going to do other gifts for us, thank you so much. We appreciate that and, and <laughs> in advance for all of those things. And how's it, Brother Clayton? An unsolicited, an unsolicited yeah. response. Yes. Um, I was at Brother for those Clayton's. Those of you who are making suits for us, those of you who are <laughs> gifting us with thousands of dollars to go on vacation, we thank you ahead of time. Wow. I love it. Uh, I was at Brother Clayton's, and I mentioned uh, the first night that um, when I say I liked, I liked something, and I came in and they had it there. The second night, I was talking about potato chips, and man, they brought in like ten or twelve bags of potato chips. It was awesome. And I said, "Man, this is great." I said, "All I can do is get up here and tell you something I like or need, and I've got it the next night." And I said, "Man, I can't wait for that Lamborghini tomorrow night. I could really use one of those." <laughs> <laughs> didn't get it. Didn't get it. Hey, I got to tell you something. The Israel trip, 2024, sold out. Uh-huh. Sold out. We've got Amen. a few people on the waiting list. Uh, most people got their uh, deposit in, so that's great. Wow. Um, yeah, so we're sold out for 2024. Uh, 2025, you can register now for 2025. We already have one trip half sold out, half full. Wow, uh, for amen. 2025, yeah, it's going great. So if you would like to go. You may want to consider doing one in the fall of 2024 then. Well, I can't. I'm booked. I'm already booked with meetings, so I can't do mm. it. Uh, that's that's a problem. So uh, we are looking well, uh, at maybe doing a fall trip maybe in 2025. someone else could fill in for you. Maybe someone could. I'll we call could Jonathan Lee. Anyone. 
Jonathan. <laughs> I mean, when you got to get 50, 55, uh, uh, we're going to take 59 people on these trips in 24 to get, try to get as many as we can. You don't want somebody at the front of the bus saying, come on, everybody, get on the bus. It's time to go. We don't want that. That sounds like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> well, that was you. <laughs> so yeah that or if we could get the 60 year old lady that's been smoking her whole life to come that would be that's good. it that's the one we that's want. a voice that people will respond to <laughs> people know it i'll Smokey tell you that rose i'm kind of getting a little offended at how many people say i love tim talks that brother wolven's laugh is awesome <laughs> <laughs> Yes, nobody says anything about the content. No. They don't care about the content. They just want to hear two knuckleheads yucking it up. (laughs) That's right. And we do it really well. So there you go. So Israel 2025, go to alstone.ca, register today because it's going to fill up. It'll be full by at least March, I would think. So get on that right away. Don't get left out. So no money needed right away, but you do need to get registered right away if you're going to come with us. So take care of that. All right, men, let's carry on. We're in a room, big room, full of a lot of people. And okay. is there a way that I could identify you as a Christian? How long would it take me to realize that you in that room are the Christian? What are some things that would identify us as a it Christian? It would probably take maybe 10 seconds for you to identify me. How's that? Because I would be the one wearing the badge saying I'm a Christian. <laughs> That's the one. That's there you go. At the volleyball game, let's go. Let's go to the next uh, next question. At at the volleyball game, you'd be the guy in the three piece suit holding the King James Bible on your arm while you're trying to serve the volleyball. That'd be you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you this: in light of Christianity today, if you're a young person and you're in a room full of people, good chances if you're not drinking, doing drugs, or cussing, you're probably going to stand out in that crowd. That would stand you yep. out. Um, if you well, don't I don't know swear. if people would notice who's a Christian. I think that they would eventually spot something different. Yes, there, true. There's That's just true. something different, you know, that um, the way we talk, our even our countenance, when somebody is walking with God, their countenance is different. Now, you know, if if you're sullen and backslidden, and you don't like your parents, and you hate going to church, no one's going to ever spot you as being different, because you're just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think um, you're right. That would make you stand out. Um, How you dress is going to make you stand out. If If you dress seductively, or to draw attention to yourself. I try not to do that. I know, and I'm thankful. Um, Really (laughs) thankful. (laughs) The whole grass skirt thing again, that just, that really, um, (laughs) that comes to mind. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, what conversations are you having? It doesn't yes. take very long for a Christian. If if you're really if you're really trying to live a Christian life, it doesn't take long for people to find out you're a Christian. Um, I had those conversations uh, just this past week. We are uh, working on a real estate deal, and uh, the lady that is the realtor for the other party uh, 
we just got talking and she said, yeah, I'm a, I'm a single lady. I raised two boys. My, my husband uh, passed away a number of years ago unexpectedly. And, and I said, oh my, I said, I, I said, listen, can I, can I pray for you? I said, I, I'm a preacher. I want to pray for you. And immediately, I, I'm a Christian. I'm a born-again believer, and I go to church. And boy, if it wasn't for the Lord. And so it didn't Amen. take much, right, for someone else to spot yes. that. And, and I, could, I could just tell by her demeanor, even on the phone, that there was something that connected us, and it was the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, kind of neat. Yeah, so I've, I've been in... I've been in the checkout line at the store buying stuff for the church and find out there's a few years ago found out that it was like discounted and I went, Oh, praise the Lord. And yeah. the person just looked at me like, What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was, you know, got to turn it towards church and those kind of, but just a our response should be different. Yeah. You know, the 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 response of how we how we talk to people, what we talk about and yeah. Uh, it, not to say we can't talk about sports, we can't talk about politics, we can't talk about some event of the day or or something like that. But you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Right. And so the the things that unbelievers are just absolutely involved in and overwhelmed by should not be the same as us. I don't mean that we mm. can't carry on a conversation with somebody who's in the stock market or, you know, in banking or something like that. But, you know, it's it just, that doesn't drive us. It may interest us, right. but, you know, it doesn't drive us. And so mm. the way we're going to talk about it is going to be a lot different. Yeah. Let me ask you, do you consciously think about when you go into certain situations, do you consciously think about, I, I want to make an impression as a Christian or I want to do something to identify as a Christian or is that just, it, have we just been doing it so long that that's the natural thing? No, I don't. Being See, some of our teenagers that are listening, they've never been in public school right. or they're homeschooled and so they've not been mm -hmm. in public school. And so there's a, there's a concerted effort to try to maintain a testimony whenever you're out in public, which is good. But I went to public school for much of my life. I did go to Christian school, some too. Mm -hmm. But in public school, just living, just trying to do what you're doing makes you different mm -hmm. because you're not cussing, you're not smoking. Now, I took my Bible, which made mm -hmm. me stand out, and I was sort of more of a freak you know, that way. Right. But um, just the things that you'd talk about, we, we never got involved in that stuff. Right. So right. I don't I don't ever remember once thinking, well, I better act like a Christian because I think that would come across for me as disingenuine or hypocritical. Uh, I just need to, I need to watch my testimony. That's what I would think many mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. Watch your testimony. Right. You know, don't, don't let your guard down mm -hmm. because somebody may be listening or watching. And of course, that was like by the time I was in 10th grade, because I found out in third grade and sixth grade and eighth grade that people would say, oh, I thought you were a Christian. Because if, you know, one day oh, I let yeah. my guard down or something, oh, yeah. then, then it's like, ooh, Wow. You know, I never thought of that. And so it was a good learning experience mm -hmm. of those things. I had an easy, easy time being identified as a Christian in public school. I was the only guy in my high school that had hair cut up over his ears. <laughs> there you go. That's only right. guy. 
in the seventies. <laughs> yes, man, I had oh yeah, uh, I had a ton of friends in high school that had hair down to their shoulders and beyond. Sure, and yeah. uh, so that was one way. And then you are quickly identified if you start inviting people. Number one, absolutely to Christ or to church, and I yes. did. I invited all my friends to come, come, yep. come to these activities and come to church. And uh, the word gets out very quickly, and you do have to learn how to take a stand. And I remember one teacher that man he tried to roast me because I said I was a creationist and evolution was just coming in. And you know how can you believe that? And really tried to embarrass me in front of my class and. Uh, he didn't, but um, he sure tried. But those kind of things. So if you are in a public school, it, it can be a little bit easier to make that identification. Like you said, if you're homeschooled or go to a Christian school, sometimes we feel like we don't have to. But get out, get on a baseball team, get into a working situation, talk to your neighbors. Mm-hmm. And when you do, you you identify, you let them know. And, and the Bible says that we're not to be ashamed of the gospel yes. of Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. And that's where I think a lot of young people struggle is because they don't want to identify. They don't want to be centered out. They don't want to be made fun of. And they don't want to be tagged as that person. And I, I just don't care. I got to a place in my life where I don't care. Yeah. Um, I, I care what people think, but I don't care what they think. I, I want them to like me. I want them to think I'm a good guy. I want them to think I'm fun and cool and all that. But at the same time, I'm not going to stand before them in the judgment day. I'm standing before Christ, and I want Christ to think highly. And so that's who I'm going to live for. So that that's how I identify. Yeah, I sort of wrote that down to to think of it in that aspect as well on this podcast is our identity in Christ. Yes. Not necessarily, you know, maybe how somebody would identify us and how we'd want them to, but but our identity in Christ. It really and of course being saved early and maturing, you know, I've talked about this often with adults and some with teens, you know, our maturity process, you have a natural maturity and a spiritual maturity. And so whenever you are growing up as a believer, your maturation process sometimes blends into each other. And, And so, you know, where you're... Maturation. Oh, there we go. Word of the day. And so it just sort of like overlaps. And I can't really tell when I was just getting older and not being as concerned. And and again, I'm like you. I am concerned of what people think about me. I want to be liked by everybody. I love making people laugh and therefore making friendships and those kinds of things. But I don't know where at some point in high school... It may have been when I was called to preach, but it may have been a little bit earlier. But at some point, I got the, got to the position of, I don't care. And some of it is through failing, where where then I would repent and get things right. You know, I, I said I normally took my Bible to school. Uh, I still remember the day. I don't remember the date, but I remember the day in world history class in 10th grade in Tampa, Florida, and I was in uh, in a public school, and I sort of got weary of taking my Bible and being mocked and, you know, those kind of things. And so I just stopped carrying it for about a couple of weeks. And I don't know. To this day, I don't know if maybe that teacher may have been a believer and was wanting to make a point. I have no idea. Or the Lord just used her. But on one day, we're talking about medieval history, 
And so um, some kid had a question and she said, well, Daniel always has his Bible. Daniel, what does it say? Wow. And, and I said, oh, I don't have my Bible. And she went, oh, what a shame. And she went on. Oh. Just saying that yeah. embarrassed me and humbled mm. me because mm. I had sort of, you know, for a couple of weeks, was like, eh, this is stupid. And, and the Lord used that. And yeah. so that's what I'm saying. You know, uh, we do fail and we do, you know, make mistakes and those kind of things. And, and we get to the point of, I don't want to be humbled like that anymore. I'm going to mm-hmm. go ahead and mm-hmm. carry out that decision or yeah. whatever the Lord put in my heart. I was shamed. I went to a party and, um, the next day I found out that the kids have been doing a lot of stuff. I didn't see it when I was there. And they said, we didn't do it because we knew you were a Christian and you don't do that stuff. And I thought, wow, mm. those kids knew I shouldn't have been there. That was the last yes. party I ever went to. It yeah, was the first, first and said, only. Whoa, Stone went to that party? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, actually, they said Stoner, but that's another Stoner. story. Stoner. <laughs> <laughs> that, I bet you that's what they called you. Oh, yes. they did in the 70s. Oh, all over it. Never did a drug my whole life, but... I yeah. told you my nickname whenever I was in the sixth through eighth grade. Yeah, we Willie. It was Wilt. <laughs> Wilt the Stilt. <laughs> it was Wilt because of Wilt Chamberlain being seven <laughs> six, Stilt, I think yeah. it was, you know. Yeah, so he was the most popular basketball player. So everyone looked at me, looked down at me and called me Wilt. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why I call you Wee Willie Windout. <laughs> when I worked with you, it was Wee Willie Whiner. <laughs> yeah, I was whining because I had to do your job all the time. That's right. Well, yeah, I delegated it to you. And you're happy about it. I, I delegated. <laughs> you're happy for somebody else to do, their, do your job. That's right. Hey, um, I'll tell you another way that you can you can openly identify as a Christian is pray openly. Go to a restaurant. That's right. Bow your head and pray. Yes. And in Canada, you will stand out like nothing else. I never see people in Canada outside of you know if I go out with a group of Christians from you know an independent church, um, they they don't pray. And uh, I was in a restaurant in Salina, and there was a group of ladies there, and they all bowed their head. And I and I always tried to do this. I went up and said, "Hey, thank you for being open testimony." of your Christianity and knowing the Lord. And they're like, yeah, we're born again and really super nice. But yeah, just those kind of things. Uh, pass out tracks. Um, those yeah, I was things 40 years you. old when we moved to Columbus. And up to that point, I may have seen one other person that I did not know mm-hmm. bow their head and pray for their food. Yeah, And in Columbus, once we got here, we noticed quite a few people praying for their food. And, and I do the same thing. If I can, yeah. I'll try to get over there and say, hey, thank you. I saw you praying for your food. I think that's a good testimony. And yeah. I do the same. I try to encourage people yeah. about that because that is something that every day at lunchtime, I'd bow yeah. my head. Now, I wouldn't pray out loud for people to hear me, but I did bow my head to pray and thank God for the food every day at yeah. lunch, no matter, no matter if I was in first grade or older. I was uh, at a hotel for a meeting somewhere. This is like 15 or maybe 20 years ago. And I saw a family sitting at the table and they all had the same shirts on. And I could tell they were, you know, missionaries or something. And they all bowed their heads and prayed. And I went over and I said, hey, I want you kids to know I saw you pray. And I am so proud of you. And I'm so glad you did that. And I gave them 20 bucks for ice cream. I said, I want you to go and have ice cream for being faithful to the Lord. And I met them just a few years ago. And they mm. said, you don't remember us. 
you don't remember us, but here's the story. And I did remember them. It was awesome. That's and, great. Uh, that was kind of neat. So yeah, be an encouragement to somebody. That I was waiting for the punchline that they were Mormons or something. And oh, no. He said, peace be upon thee and your partaker mm-hmm. of their evil deeds. No, I didn't give them ice cream. <laughs> they got something else. <laughs> I give them a Chick-fil-A drink. <laughs> <laughs> I give him a Chick Fil A track. A Chick Fil A track. <laughs> you should come up with one of those. Ask them if you can put their logo on the front. That'd be great. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to make one and give it to you so you can post it on your Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> you can say, "Hey, chick, want to be a Christian?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, wow. Well, listen, we have blown through uh, another 20 minutes of quality time um, and ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) Ruined it. Ruined it. We ruined quality time. I think I would take that gong and hit that gong for quality as uh, untrue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, there's some people that really think this is quality. (laughs) Again, you got to know our listening audience. Oh, man. Well, listen, t- listen. let me challenge you today. Identify yourself. Identify yourself as a Christian as somebody. Go into work. Let somebody know. Go into school. Let somebody know. Stand up. People will not shoot you. People will not yell at you. People will not hurt you. Um, and, and you may have an opportunity to lead somebody to Jesus Christ. You don't have to be a goof about it. You don't have to be dumb about it. Just go and let people know, hey, uh, I'd like to pray for you. I'm a Christian. I'd like to pray for you. I'd like I'd like to help you if I can. If there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. And I've had all kinds of people come later secretly and say, would you pray for me? Absolutely. I really am having a hard time. They won't right. come as a group, but they come no. one by one. Right. But when just nobody take a else stand. Is around. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't, you're an ambassador of Jesus Christ. You're more than conquerors. Don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm Al Stone, and I'm trying to do that all over North America. And Pretty successful in reaching most of North America these days. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, hey, in a couple weeks, Brother Wolven, I'm going to be down by you. I'm going to be in— Amen. Uh, I'm going to be with Brother uh, B.J. Van Ammon, uh, just south of Columbus, and I'm going to be there. We'll have to Let get together and do a yeah. do an in-person podcast, yeah, but I'll have to come over here to preach. 21st through the 24th. I'll be down awesome. there, and we'll, uh, we'll plan on doing a bunch, a bunch of yes. uh, Tim Talks while we're together. Amen. Because they're always better. They're always better when we're Yes, together. they are. Mm-hmm. Well, this is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, I want to encourage you. What I've noticed in my life maybe is not the same for you. But for me, times whenever I, I wasn't ardent in my faith for the Lord, times that I just just wasn't walking with the Lord, I really sort of was embarrassed and didn't didn't want to sort of stick out. And so times whenever... I really was walking with the Lord, and and because of Him, I just felt like I was different because of the relationship and the fellowship that I had with Him. It sort of prompts us to, the more we're in love with the Lord, to not worry about what other people think, because we all do. Even as a 62-year-old guy, I still do, and I'm ashamed of that. And the more I walk with the Lord, the less I'm concerned with what other people may say or think. So identify in Christ and with Christ and build up your relationship with him. And that really takes care of a whole lot of things.
And I say, let's not capitulate. Capitulate with those that are evil, but let us walk with those who are of the light. I saw you trying to thumb through the dictionary. No, no. Oh, no, that came right to me. (laughs) This is Tim Talks. We hope you have a great day, eh? We'll be back on Friday to close out the week and uh, talk about identifying as a Baptist. What kind of Baptist are you? Amen. Independent? American? uh, Free will? There's all kinds. We'll find out who you really are. Primitive, yeah. They're all there. Our gel? In Canada, evangelical. They're all here. We got them. We'll touch on on Friday. We'll see you then. This is Tim Talks. Brother Harness, take us out of here. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.